Hello and welcome to episode one of The Come Down. You've got I, Kathleen Turner, and my gorgeous co-hosts, Sean Philip Naylor. Where this is now going to be, hopefully, your new weekly obsession. Where we sit down and we discuss anything sexual, sexual related, sex adjacent. Are you excited? I'm so excited. After weeks and weeks and weeks of preparation, I got sick and we couldn't record together. And then you got got sick sick. and we couldn't record together. And then you still sound like you're sick, but we're just plowing through. I'm not sick. I just don't have a voice. I mean, I'd say you do. It's certainly a voice. Well, it's yeah, it's not my usual voice. Like I said, I sound like fucking Kathleen Turner mixed with a little bit of fucking, um, I don't know, like anyone's drunk uncle. But, fucking... but yeah, it's our first episode of The Cup Down. We've been, we've been planning this for almost a year. Yeah. Almost a year we've been planning this, talking about it, doing it. Because this is the thing, what you guys may not see is when we film our other podcast, The Wind Down... We always end up wind up that one. The wind up. Fuck, (laughs) I'm giving me these things the two already. We end up talking for hours off cap. Well, it's still on camera. It just not makes it to the edit about anything sexual as it is. And so we decided, well, fuck this. Let's make a podcast and share it with all of you. Turns out everybody likes to talk about sex. Let's talk about sex, babe. Oh, I don't know if we can do that. Oh, is that copyright? Maybe not if you sing it with an accent. (laughs) But before we kick things off, let's cheers to our first episode. Our very first episode, drinks provided by microphone. And you can open that. Um, so today we're going to be drinking a George Jensen sparkling rosé. I will pass you the lovely, all the things that you need. Comes with a lovely white thing. Cheers to our first episode of The Come Down. Cheers to The Come Down. Ooh, that's nice. Like, oh, I like that. Like you, that goes down easy. <laughs> oh my God. I, so... I'm just going to like precursor this by saying, I know that my family are going to probably listen to this. <gasps> yes. Disclaimer. Family, look away. Um, Turn so, off your ears. So mum, sister, dad, grandparents, if any of you do end up listening to this, just remember I'm a 33, soon to be 34 year old man. I've had a lot of sex and I'm going to talk about it freely on this. And so, I'm nearly 40. So. And you've had a lot more sex. Hopefully. So family members and close friends that may be in for a little bit of a shock with what you might hear, just be warned. We're going to be talking about anything and everything. But this week, we're going to be talking about popping the cherry because this is us. We're popping the cherry. Popping the cherry for we're the We're going to talk about first times. So many first times to discuss, I feel. Absolutely. So, all right, kicking things off. What was your first time like? First time with a boy or a girl? Oh, I forgot you've done both. Mm. Um, all right. Well, no. Well, which was your first time with a boy or a girl? Your very first time, like first ever. Define first time. Okay, your first ever sexual experience. Let's let's go old school. Let's go right back. Your very first ever sexual experience. I would have been very young. Okay. And it would have been with a boy down the road. Oh, neighbor yeah. boy. Okay. Mm, neighbor boy. What did you guys do? Like, just sort of explored each other's nether regions. Yeah. In yeah. a bush. In a bush. <laughs> well, I mean, there wasn't one back then, but... Oh, oh dear. Um, it's, it's definitely going there. It's definitely going there. I did have a 
I'll show you mine if you show me yours experience with oh. a girl around about the actually no was it around about the same time would have been earlier just like a, this is what mine looks like well this is what mine looks like she was a very sexual young lady for like a, however old I was in 1997 so you would have been like 13 are you five years no. old no are you five years older than me I don't know I can't remember <laughs> how old are you doing this year 38 oh so you're four years older than me so in so if I was eight, you would have been 12. I feel like I was younger than that. In 97, I don't know. What year were you born? 85. Yeah, so you would have been 12. Because 95 would make you 10. Yeah, right. Okay, so yeah, 97, you would have been 12. So yeah. So you had like a little flashy, flashy gash moment. Yes. Um, over the back fence of her house that was being, like in like the area that all the yep. houses were being built. Yep. And we kissed as well. First kiss Ooh. too. So just get it all done in the one go. Mm-hmm. I guess you would say my first ever sexual experience, but it wasn't really a sexual experience. I was forced, well, forced, I was peer pressured into showing my dick to two friends of mine in primary school, like in grade seven. Who was the one, was it like, were they peer pressuring you or somebody peer pressuring you to show it to these other people? No, 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 no. So we were at, we were having like a little sleepover and I just remember they were peer, yeah, they were peer pressuring me by... So they were saying that they had woodies because they had dicks, but I didn't have a dick. So they were calling it something else. So they're like, well, the only way to prove you have one is to show us. And I was like, I don't want to. Then, yeah. But then that's one of the same friends. Um, I can't remember whose idea it was. I have a feeling it was his. I have a feeling it was his. So we used to play like torture chamber where one of us would be like, tied up under the bed and the other one would be like torturing them and I just remember that was the first time I ever like saw another boy's dick up close yeah and then I had then yeah nothing for years nothing for years so what was your what was your like your very first like when so did you lose your virginity to a girl or boy I lost like I I kind of fooled around a lot with both genders in high school and then Lost my virginity to a girl. Yeah. And then was like, okay, need to explore more about the whole gay thing because I feel like that's where so I'm like, headed in life. You're like, lost my virginity to a girl, went, mm, no, ill, thank you, let's actually No, try. like, <laughs> I'm not one of those gays that is like, ew, never going to a vagina again. I could quite happily revisit a vagina. See, I never have. I mean, we've created a womb for ourselves. Oh, yeah, right we've also here. got Clarence the Cumpot. It's his plant pot that looks like a cum glob. So that's him. That's Clarence. If you can see him. Yeah. He's got a little smiley face. (laughs) He's happy. Um, But yeah, we've created... I would be happy too if I was made of cum. I mean, I am made of cum. Everyone's made of cum. (laughs) It's literally how we're here. We're made of cum. We're baked cream pies. And very good swimmers. Very good swimmers, baked cream pies. That's why we're delicious. (laughs) It's definitely going to be one of those. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... You fooled around with both genders in high school. Yes. And um, as I was saying, I would quite happily revisit a vagina. Like, yep. I'm not one of those gays that are like, ew, lady parts are disgusting. Like, yeah. I came out of a lady part and I've been in a lady part. Like, it's fine. It's all fun and games. It's all sensory pleasure. I mean, fair. I don't think I could. I don't think I could. But not because not because I find lady parts disgusting. I'm just not attracted to femininity in like, as in, I'm not attracted to females. So like I could happily have sex with a trans man 
because there's masculinity there. Like the, the vagina is not something that grosses me out, but if it's attached to a woman, then I could not do it because there's just the female form doesn't attract me. Hey, look, each to their own. Like, m- a male form is what gets me off. I mean... Like, give me fucking, like... They don't even have to be, like... Because I don't have a type. Like, if you look at all my exes, I don't have a type. <laughs> Just give me anything with a heartbeat. Um, Not even sometimes. Uh, yes, still a heartbeat. I've Thank heard you. Things. No, there is no necrophilia. <laughs> but for me, like, the masculine form, like... The shape of a man, smell of a man, like the look of a man, like that's what gets me. Yeah. Almost rugged sort of thing. That's what gets me. The femininity, not so much, which is ironic considering I do this for a living. This is true. So what about you? Like I've obviously dipped my pencil in the punani. Uh- Pencil in the Punani. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Quote, quotes for days. Yeah. Um, what about you? Have you ever fooled around with a lady friend? No. I, I, like never ever? Never. Like I've made but out. But you kissed a girl and you liked it. I've made out with female friends. Um, but that was just getting drunk and like going, yeah, cool. So when I started bartending um, back in Townsville at a club called The Consortium, um, I had close female friends of mine that would get drunk and just make out. And the reason why we do it is because every guy would like want them and they'd be yeah, like, yeah, I've been there with my girlfriend. So I was like, I would do it to tease the boys just being like, Oh, you want them? Oh, well, I can make out with them. And then I'd make out with them. And like, it does nothing for me. Like there was literally no movement. It's just, just fun and games and yeah, consented. Just, so that's good. I mean, again, it was just like girlfriends kissing, just like, yeah, let's get drunk and make out. And so what about uh, popping your boy cherry? So, okay. Oh my God. Apologies. Apologies, family. Um, so I need a drink for this one, I think. So my my first time was with my first ever ex. So like we'd met online and we'd gone on two dates. And then come the third date, he was he hadn't moved to Townsville yet, but he was up visiting. And we'd gone, had dinner, and then we parked in a, in like a car park around from my house. And just got in the back seat and started fooling around. Just just foreplay and that sort of stuff. And his, I always will remember it. So his first words to me as I was really sorry, this is going to be graphic, mum and dad. As I was sucking his dick, he turned around and he was just like, this is not your first time, is it? I was like, no, it is. He's just like, but you're really good at that. I'm like, I just watch a lot of porn. It's a natural talent inherited by your mother. Oh my God. Is it passed down through generations? I don't know. But because if it I is, just, I'm quite good too. So, so I just said I watched a lot of porn and just learnt my technique through watching a lot of porn. Like I'd never sucked a dick before, never held another dick before, but we fooled around the back of his car and made him come. And then my first time either giving or receiving was I flew down to Brisbane where he was still living at the time to spend a week with him or weekend with him in Brisbane and that was the first time that we tried that. And I don't know about you, but I remember my first time bottoming. I was very much like a, oh, this, 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 no, this, is this what this is supposed to feel like? I've, I've expected this to feel so good because, you know, you watch porn and they love it. Like they go fucking ape shit. And they're like, oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, or you watch people like fucking Armand Rizzo who takes a fucking Eiffel Tower up. He's a fucking cunt. 
If you don't know who Armand Rizzo is, Google. You know who Armand Rizzo is, yeah? I'm sorry, I just have to get my Google out. <laughs> you don't know who Armand Rizzo no, is, the porn star that no. takes like all the massive fucking... I don't know him by name. I might know him by asshole. <laughs> Probably. He's, he's one really well-known scene as the one that he does with Rocco Steele. You know who Rocco Steele is? I know who Rocco Steele is. Everyone knows who Rocco Steele is. Hello, daddy. Fucking like, not even my arm, like bigger than the arm. Fucking. Hold on, guys. She might need a minute. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I remember my first time bottoming just being like, is this what this is supposed to feel like? And my ex at the time was like, just jerk yourself off while I'm doing it because, you know, you need to associate that sensation with pleasure. How old was he? How old were you? So let's get let's get some time frame on this. So it wasn't last week. So the back of the car, I was seventeen. He was twenty-four. Oh. When I finally popped my cherry, like finally like topped and bottom for the first time, I was eighteen. So I was a late bloomer, very late bloomer, like seventeen, eighteen. Because yeah, it was right before my eighteenth birthday that we. Oh wait, no. No, it was after my after I turned eighteen for both because he deliberately waited until I was eighteen. That's right. Oh. so because he was like, "You're not eighteen yet. We'll wait until you're eighteen. Even though I was like, "Fucking give me it." <laughs> Excuse me, but he was very much like, "No, he waited until I was eighteen. So no, it was after my eighteenth birthday that both happened. Oh, what a gentleman. Well, yeah, and then he broke my heart. Asshole. He broke your asshole. No, he broke my heart. He's an asshole. Right. He's now so, getting married to a boy. Yeah. I mean, all of my exes are now, like, in happy, long-term relationships. And I'm like, am I a fucking, like, good luck chuck? Happy, long-term relationships? Well, they all seem happy. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I remember when I, when I bottomed for the first time, I was very much like, let's just get it over with. Yeah. So that I, like, no. Because I think society puts this whole thing about se- like sexuality and virginity in particular, about how it's this precious thing. And then... When you're it's really a guy, not. You, well, when you're a girl, not that I know, but I know a lot of girls, it's this like coming of age and you become a woman and but all of this stuff. But, but that's, the, that's the thing though, is I feel like it's a very society driven thing. Oh, 100%. Where it's like virginity is seen as a rite of passage for a boy to lose. Like everyone's like, yeah, fuck yeah, boys lost their virginity. Girls, it's seen like a, did you wait for the right person to lose your virginity? Yes. And so there's all this pressure about losing your virginity, whether it is that pressure it's of... There's also pressure when you first put it in your asshole. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's the, there's the pressure of losing your virginity to society standards. And then for me, I was kind of like, well, I've had sex with a girl. That's not for me. Yeah. For now. Like, maybe I'll revisit one day. Probably not now I'm married to a man, but that's fine. Well, but, hey, maybe you guys can have a threesome. I mean, he's done it as well. Well, this is true, but maybe not right now. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like... I'm just peeping the two of you out, just being like, who you. wants to have a threesome with my gay couple friends? <laughs> they, they have not consented, but just show up at their door. Um, just, just walk up to the door and flash the cash. <laughs> no, don't do that. But I was very much like, I just want to get it over with. And I was 18 and I was out. I'd already come out and I hadn't had like sex yet. And I was like, well, like I'd fool around with mm. other boys, but I was like, I just like need to get this over with. And so I met up with somebody I'd been talking to online. It's always online. It is. For our generation, it is. Well, yeah. And I met up with this guy, had never met him before and met up with him on the pretense of, yes, you can take my virginity 
and it was awkward but nice. Yeah. It was awkward because I showed up at his house. He was a uni student in my hometown and he had floppy curtain hair and was really skinny and like he was cute. And I showed up and I was nervous as hell. And then he had like a mattress on the floor. Oh, very uni student. And I was like, oh, we're doing that there? But then he, no, and he was really sweet and he kind of walked me through everything. It was very much like an educational piece. Um, very much like it, very much like a study. It, like, well, um, he was really sweet and he was very lovely. And he was like, you need to make sure that you always use protection. And he was very like, I that? guess, girl. Um, but he was, see, I guess he took. Hey, we don't, we don't, we don't shame here. Well, there's no shame. But he took responsibility of taking my virginity. Yeah. Like he obviously felt a responsibility to arm me and equip me with knowledge and information that maybe he didn't have. Yeah. When he lost his virginity, even down to like cleaning our dicks afterwards. Yeah. You know, he covered everything well, and then see, sent me on my merry way. And then see, I were left feeling like really like, oh. That's, did that. That's the thing that I think is the most frustrating, especially for people like us. And not even just like, uh, just members of the LGBTQ community is the fact that sex ed is not taught on how to make things safe and comfortable and the do's and don'ts and the preparation and the aftercare for us. Like I sh- they showed me how to put <clears throat> a con. Oh, Hey, there she is. First episode in. <laughs> they showed me at school how to put a condom on. Some people had to put it on a banana. Other people had to put it on See, a test tube from think, the science lab. I don't even think I remember doing the condom on the banana in high school. I remember one of the teachers, one of the lady teachers, she had this like big phallic tube and she was handing it out. Your bottle like, opener. Yes. She said to, to the class, this is like 1998 maybe, if any of you boys have one that's this long and straight, come and see me. Hello. She, I think she died. <laughs> so you have a teacher that's grooming. And, and it was a lady teacher grooming the boys. Saying if you got one this big, come and see it me. It had to be straight too, big and straight. Oh my God. So that was your first time with a boy. What about microphones first time? I hear there's oh a drag God. chaser scene. There is. So my first time with a, um, we call them chasers. Chasers. Um, Do they play that music from that TV, the game show, The Chase? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like the Benny Hill chase. <laughs> no. So my first time ever when I hooked up with a guy in drag, it was actually at Escape. So back in the club that I used to work at and it was in the dressing room and we'd been flirting and then it was the end of the night I'd finished my shows and I remember taking him into the dressing room and I remember locking the door and us making out and then me going down on him um, and then the other queens wanting to come in and get their stuff <laughs> and me just going just one minute just hang on and then unlocking the door like, hurrah, hurrah. unlocking the door and then coming in just being like where are your lips gone? I'm gone. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but first time getting caught wanking. Have you ever been caught? Like by my parents when I was younger? Yeah. No. You're really? I'm like a masturbating sleuth. See, I've been caught, well, 
As far as I'm aware, I've been caught twice. I mean, I've nearly been caught, but they didn't know what was going on. So I think... Sorry, Dad. I, I think my dad caught me once. Well, he would have known exactly what you were doing. Well, probably. So I think my dad caught me once. And I know my little sister has caught me once. So, because she was in the shower... And I know that sounds a lot worse than what, <laughs> no. So I was like, fuck, cool. She's in the shower. So I'd found, sorry, mum and dad. I'd found obviously mum and dad's porn stash. So I popped one of their videos in and was just like, yeah, okay, cool. I'll just quickly. This'll do it. And the shower was running and the way the house was set up, cause I, I could hear the shower running. I'm like, yeah, cool, sweet. And I'm like in the middle of, you know, fucking that and then <laughs> all of a sudden my little sister is like comes out and walks into mum and dad's bathroom to grab something out of their shower and then goes back into her shower and I'm like mid I've just stopped and gone like that whole if I don't move she can't see me <laughs> you're not a t-rex so she's not a t-rex like if I don't move she can't see me <laughs> and then she never acknowledged it she just went and grabbed what she and went out and I was like cool so I can't finish this now Oh, uh, yeah, that was, um, that was very interesting getting caught that way. <laughs> I've also been almost caught by housemates sitting there and just like, you're home alone. You're like, oh, fuck it. I'm home alone. Why not? Cause I mean, all boys do it when you're bored. It's like when you're bored, you're like, oh, what can I do now? I'll have a fucking whack. So you gotta do it. And then you hear the, the keys open the door and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, dick away. I remember getting caught when I was, I was dating this guy. I was going to say his name. I'm not going to say his name. But I will say he's an asshole. <laughs> this was again was very young Sean, and I was very besotted with this boy. Like he was gorgeous and big dicked and yeah. delightful and very handsome. And he was the only gay one. He was also at uni. Uh, he was the only gay one in this house full of really hot straight men. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, They're all like all uni students, and we were like, yeah, we were having a really nice time. And then one of his uni student mates just opened the door and was like, hey, can I borrow? And then there was like a, it felt like forever. Yep. Yep. Felt like forever. I'm sure it was only 45 minutes. Yep. Um, but he just kind of stood there for ages. But then he shut the door. But the, the problem was, was that we didn't stop. <laughs> I feel we couldn't stop because You're just the boy I was seeing it. was at the point of no return. So you're just going at it and the straight man's coming. But it turns out it wasn't the first time. Cause when I was leaving, I was like, so sorry, dude. And he was like, don't worry. We've all seen him have sex with other people. And I was like, Oh, okay, great. He's a whore. <laughs> it's always great when like, I mean, we're not stupid. Obviously people have sex and people have sexual partners, but it's always like some weird thing that's ingrained in us. And I blame against society about it because they, the way that they talk about it is, Fucked. She got a lot to answer for. But the way that as soon as you hear that a sexual partner has had other sexual partners and you're just like, oh, I'm not the first. <laughs> like, in what world would you ever be the first? Also, how old are you? Do you still have that when you meet a boy? I'm not your first and we're in our mid-30s? What? Well, no, but it's, I'm a whore, so, well, no, I'm not a whore, I'm a slut. I don't get paid. Don't forget to say hi to your mum. Fuck. No, mum knows. Mum knows. 
Hey, there is nothing wrong with an individual enjoying their body and enjoying somebody else's body oh, with I've, consent. I've, en- I've enjoyed multiple, multiple yeah. people. At the same time. Multiple, at the same time. Oh my God, first orgy. I don't think I've ever actually technically had an orgy. How many people define an orgy? Well, a threesome is just that. It's a threesome. So mm. it would have to be more than three. But you can say a foursome and a fivesome. Yeah, but I don't think I've ever had those. I've had multiple threesomes. I don't think I've ever had more than three. Yeah. I've, I, which is, do you know what? In all honesty, I'm a little bit shocked by it because I'm like, everyone else is having these fucking sex parties. I'm like, why am I not invited to a sex party? Like, granted, not like this. <laughs> Um, <laughs> she could just show up and swing a door open. Hello, I'll boys, do, I'm here. I'll do a number while they're fucking. <laughs> and it's all coming oh, back yes. to. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't think I've ever had an orgy. I'm guessing you have. Well, I guess it depends. Yeah, look, I have. I've had lots of sex with a lot of people at one time. I remember the first time they're having a threesome, I was very much like, it was intimidating. Oh, three. Oh, my first threesome was so there were friends of my housemate at the time. Well, co worker of my housemate at the time, they were friends, and then I became friends with them. And we used to go over and just have like nerdy nights and like drink and play some like car games, and they'd watch Battlestar Galactica. And then all of a sudden it turned into I'd occasionally have sex with the two of them. <laughs> like I'd stay over and then just occasionally, you know, just join them in bed yeah it happened a couple of times really good with the two of them and then I remember I had another threesome with another two that were a couple that I didn't know were a couple they didn't tell me they were a couple I'm like oh yeah risky business with a couple like all my all my threesomes have uh, been with a couple so I've always been the third one it's always good to be the guest appearance not one of the like recurring cast members because I remember I had a threesome with these two boys again back in my hometown many moons ago one one of them is somewhat famous in England now but oh who I can't say names I got invited to their house by one of them who took a shine to me yeah and that should have been my first no that should have been my (laughs) I'm just gonna guess random comedians now (laughs) that should have been my first warning sign because the other... Jimmy Carr. No. Not Alan Carr either. <laughs> <laughs> the hilarious Ross Matthews. Not English. But... Graham I, Norton. I, no. He's Irish. I went... Is to, he? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I went to the house. Is he? Yeah, he is. I went to the house and... That Tom guy. Tom? I don't know. He's bald with a beard. No. This guy has hair. Anyway, enough about him. More about me. So I showed up to their house and we... But like midway threesome and they started having an argument because one of the boys was showing me more attention than he was to his yeah. partner. Yeah. And the partner got really upset and like, I get it all in the feels like mm-hmm. maybe it was their first time. I don't know. I'm not in that relationship, but yeah, he got really upset and they start. they literally had an argument and then we had to end it and I didn't drive. So I had to get driven home. <laughs> It was awful. I hope they're both well. They're not together anymore, though. They were together for a good time afterwards. See, yeah, all my all my threesomes have been always with a couple. And, I mean, for me, it's never ended awkwardly because I'm not the one that has to stay. Um, <laughs> exactly. I and get, I get to leave. You could drive yourself? I mean, most of them I drove myself. Yeah. 
Get your license early, kids. I don't think I ever... I didn't I didn't get my license until I was like 20, 21. I didn't get my license until I was 27, 28. You just said get your license early, kids. I know, well, because I, they need to learn from me. I did not, and I had to be driven home from an awkward threesome. So what was the first type of porn you ever watched? Like, the first time I actually sought out porn would have been just, I guess, regular standard gay porn when the internet was invented. Yeah. See, my first porn was... It was on dial-up. <laughs> my first porn was obviously whatever I found in mum and dad's stash, which is also what made me, like, I realised I was gay because dad had obviously Playboys and Penthouse and then mum had, like... And you were like, I'd like to wear that bra. Well, mum and... <laughs> fucking years later. And then mum had, like, the female version and I remember... I never actually read like Playboy Penthouse for, like I I looked at the photos and just went, oh yeah, cool, cool. You read it for the articles, didn't you? I literally you? <laughs> read it for the articles because I was like, oh, these are interesting. And then the ones that Mum had, I was just like, oh yeah, cool. Oh, I like him. Oh, I like him. Oh, that's that's interesting. That's oh, that's very interesting. And then the VHSs that they had, I remember playing them. So, I mean, again, I I'm, this is like. 15, 15, 16, 17 years ago now. So I'm sure they can forgive. Everyone's moved on. I'm sure they can forgive me for it. But so I used to pop in the VHS, make note of where it started. Oh, smart. Watch whatever I was watching. And rewind rewind it back. back to exactly where I saw it. Clever girl. And then pop it back. So, and the funny thing, so, oh my God, I'm giving away all my fucking secrets now. So the little like makeup box that mum and dad used to have their porn stash in. So I remember figuring out the code and and like going in. And then obviously they knew that I'd found out. So they changed the code and then I couldn't figure out the code. I want to know what goes through the parents' heads when they're like, somebody's figured out the code. So I then took a screwdriver and unscrewed the latch, but I then broke it. Yeah. So then I glued it back into place and then the glue never took. So it kept constantly breaking. So obviously they knew that I'd gotten into it. So then they just stopped kind of like, no, they never addressed it, but they just kind of stopped like trying to hide it. They're just like, yep, cool. Whatever. You found it. It's there. But yeah, it was like all the porn that I grew up watching was obviously my mum and dad's stuff. All the porn that I grew up watching. <laughs> yeah. And then I remember I used to sneak out of bed in the middle of the night. But again, this was dial-up, so it was really hard to connect to the internet oh in the my middle God. of the night. Quietly. Ding, ding, uh, ding. So what I would always do is I would leave the internet signed on before going to bed and then sneak out and then jump on and do... You remember when you had to download the picture and it would go like frame by frame? And you're like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You're like, oh, fuck yeah, that's hot. <laughs> it was a simpler time. Oh, so much. Like this is the early, this is the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like that would still be a case in the early 2000s, but it was very much still a case of the early 2000s. Trying to sneak down to the family computer to watch porn in I the middle of the night was so hard. I'm, you kids today don't know how lucky you are. I remember as well in high school, I remember... Um, cause I was taking all the computer classes and I was very, I'm a very tech savvy person. So I knew how to get around the firewalls 
of the high school and then I could watch porn in the computer labs. So I'd be like, I'm doing assignments and then just watch porn in the computer labs. But I remember as well, so growing up, like my first like foray into like spicy content was watching Queer as Folk or gay movies on SBS after like 11 o'clock at night. So I used to stay up. I had a TV in my room. I used to stay up. I'd put a sheet over the TV so that way then the light reflecting wasn't shown. So mum and dad, they were still in the lounge room watching TV. They wouldn't see anything coming from my room. I'd sit there and I'd watch that. And I remember used to sitting there and I would fucking like, as a teenage boy, furiously, like just fucking smash as many out as I could while watching, you know, the porn movies. Well, not the porn movies, but they're like, Europeans do things very differently. Oh, like queer as folk back in the day when that first came out, the English one, that was like raunchy as hell. Oh, my first foray was the American one. Oh. Like getting to see Brian, like eat Justin's asshole. It'd be so like, though we're similar in age. There, oh. There's a big difference. I like, I watched the original ones and you're like, I watched the American one. Yeah, well, you watched the original ones because you grew up in England. Oh, uh, yeah, I was there. So, like, I was there when it happened. Yeah. But the SBS, like, Europeans, like, they're films, like, they're coming of age films. Oh, they're all... lesbian films. Have you watched any European lesbian films? No. Oh, my God. They're all so tragic. Everybody kills themselves. I mean, it is lesbians. Like, lesbians are very dramatic. Let's be honest. <laughs> they move in after one date. So, like, they buy a cat on the second date. Why do lesbians always have cats? <gasps> Pussies. Carry on. <laughs> but yeah, the European, the European like coming of age films are all very like, because this is the thing that Europeans do so well. Sex. They're all very like sex positive. Like everything is all very open, very like, yep, let's engage in, and teach our kids, you know, young. So like, all the young gay films from like the early 2000s had so much dick and so much sex. And I was just like, oh my God, I wish my life was like this. She's like, I'm hopping a plane to Europe, mum. Bye. I'm going to Germany. <laughs> oh, no. The, Ger- <laughs> the Germans are the worst because of the porn. Like, there's some real, like, interesting German porn. Well, yeah. I don't want to engage in everything German. Germans Germans are very scatological people. And I know. I'm not skibbity boo up but up up but but up up Anymore. Ever. Okay. I've been shat on once. And that's it. <laughs> Have you actually been shadowed once? I have. Okay. Not like, intentional. You not like like they just didn't clear the passage before entering. Well, you didn't do any preparation, <laughs> any at all. Maybe their preparation was just mental. I can do this. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Well, we're going to talk about this. the first time I was shadowed because this is the first times episode. So it was a guy I hooked up with back home. He was working at the museum at the time, and it was after hours, and. We'd hooked up multiple times. I was his quote unquote, like best fuck ever. Um, Cause I used to absolutely destroy him. Rail the absolute fuck. This was in my exclusive top era. And thanks Taylor Swift. I'm mistress Isabel Brooke. I was in my top era, but so he's like, Oh, I'm here at the museum alone. Come and let's, I'm not sure. So went there and we're in the like audio visual room where they had like a fucking thing playing and I mean, that was hot fucking in that. And then we started fucking. And then I just remember going, is there a light switch nearby? And he's gone, why? I'm like, just, is there a light switch nearby? Are you like, can't you smell it? Well, I was just like, and he's like, stopped. And we flicked on the light and it was just, and I've gone, 
is there a shower? And he's like, yeah, I'll take you to the staff area. And so I went down the staff area, washed myself up. And he's just like, we can still go. I'm like, no, it's done. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like, Look, occupational hazard for sure. When you're, you know. Oh, absolutely. Like, we're not idiots. Like, as gay men, you're expecting, like, you could do all the preparation in the world. Oh, yeah. And there might still be a little bit of visitors, you know, at the end. But there's nothing worse than making someone feel embarrassed about it. So, enter me. You made someone feel embarrassed? Yeah. So, the first time that anything like that happened to me, I was living my best life in England. It was the summer of love. That's what my friends and I called it. And we, I was I dating this boy. summer of love was 69. That was the original summer of love. Oh, so your summer of love was like... It what? was 2006. <laughs> the year I graduated high school. <laughs> anyway, so... I was seeing this boy. We were together for like a couple of months. He was really sweet and he was really nice. He turned out to be a complete jerk, but he tried to hit me. That's not nice. And then... After he shot on you? Yeah, well, actually, yes, but not in the same day. Oh. But yeah, we were, we were doing things and he was having a great time riding me and it was all fun. And then he got off and it was very much a moment of, oh, there's an odor. And then I looked down and there was more than an odor. And then he was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, just get it off of me. <laughs> no. Yeah. The and then he got really upset. Understandably, he was upset. Yeah. I mean, I, I shamed him. I didn't mean to shame him. That had never happened to me before. Shun. I Shun. Right? And so, yeah, I was just like, get it off me, get it off me. And I had my eyes closed because I couldn't even look at it. And I was just like, just fix it up, clean up your mess. He so, might be an asshole, but that poor kid, you made him feel so embarrassed about something he couldn't control. Douching. <laughs> yeah, first times. I mean, I think that's a good, that's a good, like, little roundup of, like, first sexual experiences. Yeah. First times. First time you had cum in your eye. Oh, fuck. That fucker stings more than you think she's gonna. Oh, absolutely. Again, because I wasn't warned. Like, again, you got to fucking do some sort of like, hello, it's about to fucking shoot out of me. Um, and with time frame to move, if that is what you so desire, like, don't say it as it's happening. My most recent experience where I had it like an unintentional one, I was sucking a guy off, one of my regulars, and he makes no sound whatsoever and it fucking annoys me. I hate, I hate, hate hate people that don't make sound when you're having sex yeah like i need some form of verbal cue am i doing it like do you like that like like are you enjoying it are you having fun at least make a little uh. like anything if you're just silent i'm like are you enjoying this like how do i know if you keep being so silent i'm gonna go harder so i was like sucking him off and then he started face fucking me and then his dick like fell out of my mouth because he pulled back too far and then all of a sudden it's just shooting in my face and I was like thank you and he's like sorry and I was like you didn't want to give me a fucking heads up like nothing at all no like he's like oh I was really close I'm like I can tell (laughs) thank you like now I've got a fucking eye glue shut cheers it happens fucking You're going to learn so much about us. So much. And you didn't even ask. You're welcome. (laughs) Oh, fuck. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been our first episode of The Come Down. Yay! Thank you so much for joining us on the start of this new journey. We really hope that you enjoyed the show. And if you did, don't forget that you need to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel if that is where you are watching the show. If you're listening to the show on Spotify, Acast, Apple, wherever it is that you're listening, make sure that you like and subscribe to the show. And of course, you can follow us on Instagram at the come down underscore pod. It'll probably appear here. It somewhere. probably will. That's the first time I've had to say it. Um, the come down underscore pod where you can follow us on the gram to keep up with all the latest fun and like silly polls and things that we're doing. Anything sexual related that if we decide. If you want to be a guest or if you want to give us a topic that you think yeah. would be fun to talk about, then Hit you can the yeah, slide into those DMs and you make sure fall. you're thick. <laughs> Feel free to send us dick pics if you need to. I or mean, just forward them to Maya. Because, well, I was gonna say, you know. Like, no, send them to the come down because then we can just share them. Anyway. Don't send dick pics. No, um, please do. <laughs> um, you can follow him at Sean Phillip Official and you can follow her at Maya Crafone with an F, not a PH. Um, and don't forget, you can also follow our Drag Race recap if you're a Drag Race fan, which is the wind up. Um, the wind up underscore pod on the gram. Pod. We got more of that coming up, but hopefully this is going to be our main focus going forward. Talking about sex, baby. Let's talk about him and me. Let's talk about all the good things. Just for clarification, we haven't had sex. Oh god, no, 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 no knowingly. No. <laughs> Unknowingly. I mean, glory holes are a thing. No. That's an episode for another time. Well, no, there was that one time that I felt your tits while I was drunk. Honk, honk. Um, oh yeah, no, that was that time. No, yeah, let's not talk about that. Yeah, no, that's, 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 that's a redacted conversation. It's a redacted conversation. Fuck you, n- <laughs> You gotta bleep all that. God damn <laughs> Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> This has been Sean Philip Naylor. I have been Kathleen Turner. And we will see you next time on The, the Come Down. Down. Cheers. Oh, I drank it all. You drank. There's a mouthful. That's not my mouthful.